Hi, my name is Tate Lloyd. And my name is Lex Abernathy. We are two of the Confirmands joining the church today. Our scripture today comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 through 20. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus has directed them. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make, make, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am always with you to, to the end of the age. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks be to God. You know, I wish I could stand up here as cool and calm as some of those kids can. Can you pray with me real quick? Lord, thank you for what this day is. Uh, it's a day of yes. It's a day of beauty, new creation, new things, new beginnings. God, we thank you. And as we, uh, as we dig into your word and your message, may, uh, may your words be my words. May I uh, step back and you step forward. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Yes, that's what today is about. Today is about yeses. It's confirmands, yes to God, yes to the church, God's yes to them, and our, the church's yes to those confirmands. It is a yes day. But I want to start out with a story about no. A story that's actually my own story. Uh, as, a, as an eighth grader in middle Georgia, down in Macon, I grew up Catholic, and I was in a very Catholic family. Uh, and actually, only, I can only remember one person in my family who wasn't. That was my aunt. Uh, the rest was confirmed uh, as they grew up Catholic and still went to Catholic church. And I was the first of the next generation. I was the first grandson on both sides, Syrax and Mockeries, to start this new process, this process of confirmation. However, as an eighth grader, as most eighth graders do, I had other priorities. And I decided for myself that I was not going to be confirmed. And I, I told my mom that I was, no, I'm not going to go to church anymore. I, I'm done. I said no. And surprisingly, my mom, to the detriment of my grandparents, allowed me to do just that. She allowed me to say no. And so I stand before you here today on this yes day, on this confirmation day, someone who said no a long time ago and someone who is a confirmation dropout. And so, but the thing about that no is it eventually turned into a yes, but it was initially a no because the one thing I do remember is that no one told me why I had to go through confirmation. No one told me why I had to do what I was going to do and what it meant. And in fact, it was just something you did, right? As a good Catholic, you were born and then you were baptized and after baptism, you took your first, uh, you took your first confession, first communion, and then finally, it was confirmation. It was all a part of the process, right? We've got to trust the process, and it was a part of that. And I'm sure a lot of you in this room have had a similar experience of being good Methodists, right? You're born, you're baptized, and then you're confirmed. That's what you do. That's just what you do. However, the good news is, confirmands, this morning, the good news is, is that's just not what today is about. Today is not about the process. Today is not about what you do. It's so much more than that. 
It's so much more than that. Just take our friends, the disciples, for instance. You are found closer to them, located nearer to them in this story than any of us in this room. Today, you have more in common with them than you will the rest of your lives, this ragtag group of misfits that were these first disciples. They They spent the last few years following Jesus doing things that he does, this itinerant, that's the, this itinerant preacher from Podunk, learning, preaching, teaching, making a mess of a small portion of the Roman Empire. However, what they didn't know the whole time, just like you did this last year, the whole time, you weren't on a journey quite yet, but you were preparing for that journey. What they didn't understand that those were formative years, just like this year was for you, a formative year, following and working with Jesus, prepping and building a foundation, a base camp. That's what you've been doing. Those disciples over those few years built a base camp. Now, what is a base camp? Well, if you, if you read anything about Mount Everest or climbing 20,000 plus foot peaks, you know that setting up the base camp is one of the most important and vital things that you do. It's the first thing that you do because base camp is where you eat, it's where you sleep, it's where you take care of sickness and injury, where you spend the majority of your time planning, scheming, resting, and it's also the place from where you launch. Your food, your bed, your well-being are all tied to your base camp. And your expedition begins, happens, and ends right there. Again, it's vital, so vital to a successful expedition. And over the last school year, you've been prepping that base camp for your faith. That's what you've been doing. You've been with a team of people building You've been with a team of people celebrating, learning. And this day, confirmation, is all about celebrating that completion. You now have a place to come, to rest, to dream, to scheme, to heal, to be launched from. And when you're out in the world, you know that at the end of the day, you will return to base camp. And you know that there will be people, whether it's at home or where it's here, eagerly awaiting you, ready to celebrate and to listen to help heal, mend, and ready to help prepare you for your next launch. But that's the thing. Notice that the purpose of base camp is not to just stay there. No, no, no. If you look at what was happening in Matthew 28, it gives us a clue. In that passage of scripture, the disciples, that's not where they rested forever. They were sent. Base camp is all about sending, all about launching into the world. The disciples were told to go, go make disciples. Go make a beautiful mess of the world around you. You've been prepared. Your base camp is ready. Now go. It's a place to be launched from. It's where the adventure begins. Again, back to 20,000 foot peak climbs, right? When you climb Mount Everest, when you read about it, you leave base camp constantly. Whether you're fixing lines, you're seeking routes, you're trying to make yourself, uh, make your way through the Kumbu Icefall, all of that kind of stuff, right? And the other most important thing that you do when you climb peaks like that is you acclimatize. Your body is not used to the lack of oxygen that high up at that altitude. And so your body needs time to adapt. So you have experiences like acclimatizing to help get you ready to make that summit bid. So what you do is you leave base camp, you go a couple thousand feet up and you stay at camp one for a little bit. You let your body get used to it, then you hop back down to recover. And then you, from base camp again, you launch right back up, camp one, and then a couple thousand more feet up, camp two, and then back down to recover. And then three, and recover, and then four, until you finally make your summit bid. You spend a lot of your time at base camp being launched, 
right? You launch and return, launch and return, launch and return until finally at the end, you make your final return from the summit to rest, to heal, and to recover. And you've now arrived there, my confirmation friends. You're, you have built your base camp for your faith. Your foundation is set and we can see it, whether it's in your stoles, it's colorful, it's beautiful, it's bright, or it's in that affirmation of faith that you all worked on. And soon the vows you'll take. Central, the church, youth group worship, all of it is a place for you to be launched from, to go out and make a beautiful mess of the world around you. And then each week, we want you to return, to recover, to dream some more, to scheme about what else is in front of you, and to be sent out again. And that all starts here today. And so you may have thought these last few months were an adventure. But what you're now realizing and what I hope you realize from here on out is the adventure has just begun. Now here's a side note though. There's one part in this scripture that's really important. It's really key. And it, you know, the metaphor just doesn't work real well for it. But it's probably one of the most important pieces. And it's that Jesus says this. And remember, and remember I am always with you. So when you are launched into the world, when you're here at the church, when you're dreaming and scheming on a Sunday night and a Sunday evening with your peers and your friends, and then you're sent out into the world, Christ is always present with you, always and forever. Christ goes with you. Now here's the deal. Let me pivot, all right? I've been talking to confirmants for a second. Church, it's your turn, all right? You don't get off scot-free on this day. You're not just a tourist at Everest Base Camp. You're not just a spectator. You have a job. You have a responsibility to these young people. As they begin their journey, they need a team to surround them, to guide them, to help them. They need help navigating and planning this mountain called adolescence and life. There will be times when they return to this place and they're looking at us saying, this is where I built my base camp. This is where it is, and I need some rest. I'm hungry, I'm tired, I need encouragement. It's rough out there. Why? Because the landscape of a middle and a high school is not easy terrain to navigate, right? It's rough, it's tired, it's exhausting, right? It's not the easiest. And our job, your job, church, is to respond. Your job is to comfort. Your job is to provide rest, to help them resupply their continued expedition and to be involved in that journey. Because there will also be times when they don't return immediately. We all know this. We've seen it. They've been gone for a while. The thing about an expedition is, and we all know this to be true, is that supplies inevitably run out. And it's our responsibility as a church to recognize how long they've been gone. To, to head out into that wilderness, up the slopes, seeking them at all cost. Why? because we've all been there. We're the veterans, right? We know what it's like. And we know that the connection to base camp, to their faith, their church home, to the presence of God and to Christ, we know that it is there where life and life to the full is found. We know that Christ's presence and those faith essentials are, and core truths are the ones that cut through the noise that is out on the slopes of life. It is those things that sustain and anchor through the storms that threaten to throw us off the mountains, but it's also those very things, that presence, those essentials, that make the clear days and bright skies even sweeter 
and more alive than we could ever imagine. We know that, church, and it's our job to remind them of that, to be there with them and surround them with that. So here we are. Here are confirmands. You've spent the last several months learning. You've spent the last several months answering questions, being asked questions, being challenged, stretching your mind and your ways of thinking about God, about Christ, about prayer and life and all of those things. Here we are. Your foundations have been formed and they're setting in this very moment. You're getting ready to say vows. Some of you are getting ready to be baptized. Now what? Now what? It's always a good question. Never stop asking that question. Now what? Because here's the deal. The beautiful part about an adventure and an expedition is the route may be mapped out, but the events are not set. Your direction is forward and up and returning to be continually equipped and receiving love and rest upon the way. So we can't say for sure what will happen from here on out. But let me say a few things as we close, and this is what we can promise. Is that in this moment, you have your tools of faith. You have your tools, and we're here to help you with them, to help you fine-tune your work with those tools, to help you get better at them, to practice, to learn how to use them. We're here to help you. And then Central is always here alongside of you with that journey. And third, most importantly, Christ is with you now and goes with you the moment that you're sent from these four walls to go and make a beautiful mess of the world, to bring the good news of grace, hope, peace, love, and joy to our community and our world. The foundations are set. And so I say to you, welcome to base camp. Your expedition truly begins now. Amen. So at this time, I'd like to invite all of our confirmands forward, as well as the families of the youth being baptized. So confirmands, if you'll all come forward, and then youth who are being baptized, your families will come up as well.